UFC 281, one of my all-time documentary-inspired early Netflix days favorites, Dustin the Diamond Poirier, is trying not to get twofered for the first time in his career, which means it is time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside of the cage. I'm your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing this very cold evening? It's 28 outside. Yeah, it's it's actually cold here in Los Angeles. Uh, doing well. Went to go train. Enjoyed that. Uh, you know, it's Friday night here for us. Some of you may be listening to us and wondering, oh, my God, what are you guys picking for this week? Because, Kev, it is an over-under week. Mm-hmm. So I've kept you, you on pins guest, and needles. Right? I, There's a, um, a special mm-hmm. guest tonight that I cannot wait because I got to tell you, I'm just in the mood to get to know someone new. Okay. But that's a me thing tonight. I was like, you said, hey, I don't know what to do. I was like, okay, this is going to be so I've never heard of. I can't effing mm. wait. Like a first date for this, uh, you know, polytheistic human. Go ahead. Who you got for me? Are they already in the in the wings? Is it a Rotolo? Mm, no. Though, not a bad booking idea to have you cope against both the Rotolos. Steve-O from Jackass famous re uh would be surprised how easy it is to book steve-o honestly uh didn't with the right um, cameo questions Raph, yep can you get him on it's like how would you say you got started steve-o could you say that in this uh ten dollar cameo isn't that so great you know what it is is i can Who just would send you them- pick in uh carla sparza <laughs> zang with e i could just send them the names of the people who would be fighting pay them for like a $5 cameo and we would splice those in like their PKB or uh, EKG. Sorry. PKB is for kickboxing. EKG is for uh, electronic press kits. So that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, no, I should tell you this, Kev. I do have a guest. Hmm. And the thing about this guest is that they're amazing. Uh, a long time part of the show. A long time listener, first time caller? Not quite. They call a lot, actually, <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, perhaps Not too much. Is it great? We don't use that enough. No. Uh, here's what I would tell you I think a lot of fans of the show over the years have sent me notes saying, Raph, how do you book them? Or how do I get on this? And their second question is, why don't you ever take on Kevin? And I thought about that long and hard, and I've said, well, the fun has always been that Kevin has to go up against a guest that he doesn't know. And then recently I thought about it, and I said, what is more terrifying to Kevin than going up against somebody he knows all too well? Kevin, your over-under opponent this week is me. You dick chained it. Yeah, you did. You straight dick chained it. For those that don't know or haven't seen the Adam McKay movie, he famously, when was hired to run the VP search committee, was like, what about me? Love it, Raph. In the Venn diagram of you and Dick Cheney moves, there aren't many. There's the mean scowl. You both do. There's the hunting incidents. You know what I'm talking about. Both have questionably shot people. (laughs) I would really... uh, it tickles me the idea of Kelly being like, Kevin, something bad's happened with Raph. It's like, what? It was a hunting incident. It's like, excuse me? Raph was hunting? 
<laughs> I mean, we got to start way further than there was a hunting incident. In fact, the Venn diagram doesn't normally hold a lot of things. This is a rare one. So, okay, I guess. Uh, so is this is the part of the show where we get to know you. Yeah, sure. What do you want to know about me? Uh, okay. Not like you haven't had some time. There's been some discrepancies about your wedding and some situations. Oh, wow. No. Wow. No, let's, <laughs> let's go a little bit. Uh, what would you say your fight style is now that you've basically turned 40? Mm. I like to think that my fight style is a bear that just got out of hibernation. So he's not fully with it. And he might swat you away a few times. But once he gets going, you're kind of afraid if uh, he's got top pressure on you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also the weight. And then occasionally, uh, you know, I just will stop a roll, swat you away again, and just start eating a bunch of honey. Like I'll just sit over to the side and just gorge, you know. This character is so much better than Peck Bennett's baby, and you should explore it in an alternate. The just about to hibernate bear. You've seen these videos. He's sleepy. He looks drunk. He's dangerous. He can be grumpy. You can just want to cuddle. It's hard to say, but I like the idea of just a bear that's very tired. Uh, and just swats them away. Goes to attack, just falls asleep. You're like, Ugh, I can't reach the remote. Son of a bitch. I've also been told that there are people who, when they do roll with me, that I'll just turn over to my side and just not be bothered by any of their offense. And then the round's over, and they're like, hey, you're not very good. And I was like, I never claim I was. <sighs> okay. I find right. it best when fighting Raf to tie your offense up to a tree out of its mm. reach. Mm-hmm. That can really help. Yep, yep. There are some kids who are under a buck 40 who just run up. Uh, to the tree and don't come down and then i just sit there and wait uh that's a big strategy uh it's an interesting question kevin interesting interesting what else can i tell you about myself that you have not had i don't know close to 10 years to get to know because this is your opportunity open season because you are going to roast me so that'll be interesting to see and you do know that unlike other guests who when they come on and they do not have prepared material. I have plenty. Yeah, well, I'll be I'll, you, the bravery already goes down. You did play sports in high school. I think I there was some soccer. Yes, eleven years of soccer, which every year I get further away sounds funnier and funnier. I'm like, who was that guy that was skinny? Because Kev, during those yeah, those years, right I never ago. gained weight. I, I was a buck forty. For like six years, I could see you having very good endurance, especially defensively. Uh, I was that told was a shot at his current jujitsu game. Thank you, I appreciate that. I was actually best at being a halfback. Which those of you who don't play soccer, you may not know this. Halfback is essentially yeah, not that short. Sorry, I don't play soccer. Is it a different thing? <laughs> halfback essentially means run up and down the field as fast as you can for as long as you can, and we'll switch you out every fifteen minutes. Well, my question was, mm. do you remember the last game you played walking off the field? What was that like? Did you did, Were you emotional? Was there some tears? Was there like a hugging situation? What was that game? I distinctly remember playing, I think it was right out of college. It was right, 
end of high school. Um, you know, I wasn't super great at soccer, but I was pretty good at strategizing. And for the most part, I could kind of convince the guys to do stuff. So there was the early development of what I think people come to know as how I am in a jiu-jitsu room, which is I don't think I'm the best, but I might have a pretty good idea of what we can do. And uh, we were playing against a lot of people. Uh, here's the problem, Kev. You know when brown people uh, are told that they're good at soccer? Uh, no. No. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, brown so people, it's kind of like you, you, you gotta, you gotta be good at soccer if you're brown. There's not really a choice. Really, I, mm-hmm. I can definitely sense the pressure. It's a world's game. Yeah. Uh, some bad news for you though. Let's say some other brown people from a different country. Oh. Yeah, come to play in your same league, and they have been playing soccer just as long as you have but might be faster, uh, questionably older in some ways. Um, definitely very aggressive. They want it more. So my last memories were getting worked by dudes who were like, what? I, I'm pretty sure they were like 21, 22. And from the look of it, we used to joke with each other. So we're all 16, 17. We're like, dude, we're going up against a guy that's got a family. Like they're all on the side. And I would tell you this, man, it was so much fun. But my last memories were of kind of jogging around. And you know when you're about to end something, you kind of jog around, you take everything in. Um, I remember playing and looking around at people and being like, I think this is the last time we're going to do this. And just kind of enjoying it, but also uh, remembering like, thank God, because I was never really good at this. So everybody else was kind of like, oh, man, I'm kind of sad. And I was like, I've never been good. So I'm good to finish. Okay. Well, yeah. Even in his most sentimental moments, snarky and feisty. I mean, I just a realist. And shocked with realism. Well, okay. What sports did you play? This is absolutely uh, baseball and basketball. Okay. Uh, basketball makes a lot of sense. Do you remember your last game? Is this that situation when they say like, you know, sometimes you go out. And you're going to hang out with your friends and you won't know what's the last time that you're hanging out with your friends. When you were playing basketball, do you remember your last game? Oh, yeah. Okay, what happened? We uh, got passed on a layup for the last like uh, basket of the game. Not a particularly affectionate team towards each other. We had a real cocksucker on the team. Just an <laughs> angry, horrible human being that made everything else angry and horrible all year. Were you – because I know you as a guy who's very – uh, positive and people like you, especially when you're in big groups, like when you were on the speech team, were you able to rally the guys? Were you like a team morale guy? I was a pretty fierce last three minutes person and just pretty mm. fucking angry on the court in general. Same with baseball, but yes. How are you question. angry? Cause I've okay. People may not know this. I was intense. Okay. I, I think this might be where you and I might have some similarities and I've, I've spoken briefly about this, but we've never figured out that you were intense. We've talked about how over the years, uh, when I play sports, I get very quiet and people are used to joke version of me, happy me, uh, well thought out me when they see me play sports and get really into it and they see quiet, they don't like that guy. 
Were you that way? I'm not not as much in the not always quiet, but yes. Mm. Not joking. Mm. Not interested. Might be talking some shit or making some angry comments, but again, angry ones. Like go fuck yourself. I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, I just had no time for bullshit. And people, they would get really weirded out. Like, they, they would see it night and day. So I don't know if you know this, but when people have asked, they're like, Raph, why don't you compete? I'm always like, I don't think you want to meet that guy. That guy kind of sucks, man. I mean, that smoke. Yeah. Usually, yeah. And I was usually angry at the refs in some capacity. I Okay. That guy I know. But I've always seen you angry at, like, inept Open bosses. <laughs> or inept uh, authority figures that you you don't like that that the to me police. has always been like oh <laughs> are you ready to get to some fights now that we've gotten to know each other finally yeah that's great I'm glad um I do I get to ask one question of you oh okay yeah I get no, to that's roast a good you. idea we should be should reciprocal that. Yeah. that does seem are you googling uh, fun questions to ask your friend well. Uh, unfortunately, whenever you say Tell me questions, in a lie. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you look up a question thing that says questions on get to know better people, uh, they always are like, oh, these are the questions that you find if you're compatible. And I'm like, the worst thing we need right now is actually to have found there's no reason we should be doing this show. So I, I am avoiding that. I would ask you this, Kevin. Of all your sports moments, what is the most impressive sports moment in your brain that you have? Like, what is the moment that you think when you think back to when you were on a field, uh, on a court, what is like, or even on the mats that you think like, oh shit, that was pretty badass tough jujitsu is the closest one so i'm just gonna skip to that which is the first real white belt absolute that i did no gi wise that was my first taste of power ref Mm. i didn't do a lot of individual sports growing up so outside of some some big high school moments which aren't even remotely as fun and i just found those medals recently Mm. It's fucking badass to choke people out, finish them, win it, get the hand raised, and be able to look at some people bigger than you, some people smaller than you that you just fucked up. It's cool. I distinctly remember texting you to find out results, uh, especially at the very beginning, because we didn't know how this worked. And it's different when it's your team and you are there, but you were living at the time in Washington. Yeah, Virginia, and you and I specifically, it was a different era in just getting to social media. Yes, yes, and I have vivid memory of you in a red rash guard looking exhausted, but with a very impressive medal around your neck. There it is, Mm -hmm. and there's some uh, big moments, and actually, I still have the blue belt one that escapes, but Mm. fun shit. Yeah. Especially at that, because you'd kind of look over and at least that particular tournament, who was the big ass? DJ Jackson. Because there wasn't, I mean, every tournament was pretty small from a grappling perspective, but that's when DJ Jackson won. 
It's yeah, insane. Just to fuck up some locals. I mean, been there. It's, it's tough when you when you prepare. Uh, can I hit the music? Yeah, what do are, the thing. are you doing host, dude? What are, you, what are we doing here? Oh yeah. So okay. Um, I want you to get used. To, so before you press the music, I, okay. did you say press the music? What did you say? Is it, is okay. it before you press the music? Press the music. No, Got no, it. before. I'm sorry. It's just now it's a habit. I know how to use this thing. Go ahead. Press the music. <laughs> and now it's time for the thrilling installment of Horror Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Rafa Sparza, and I serve as the host of this portion of the show. It's a little segment we like to call Over Under Kevin. The way it works is very simple. We go through the entire card in a randomized order. Mm, Quasi-randomized. And we give each participant 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win. And although we technically acknowledge the person who gets the most right as the winner Longtime fans and friends of the show know it's the person who actually talks the best amount of trash that wins. Kevin, do you understand the rules? There's someone named Julio Arce. I can't stop giggling about that. But <laughs> but what? Yeah, no, I'm in. Okay. Raph, do you understand the rules? Oh, this is weird. I do. Cool. Thank you. Has anybody ever told you that you're the better looking version of, of the host on this show? No, but thank you so much. I appreciate that. Wonderful. Kev, do you understand the difference between my host voice and my participant voice? Eerily, I do. I like participant Raph more. I'm just going to tell you that. I mean, participant guy, he's he's way more he fun. He seems aloof and like he's ready to ingest some questionable narcotics at a music festival. Hey, man, I don't know what I've taken, but I know I've taken something. It's fun. Hey, yeah, he's probably not going to take it, but he's interested in hearing your argument. But host Raph, yeah. way more serious. Stern guy. Akin to how he would compete on the soccer field. A lot of people don't really like talking to this guy. But, Kev, we got a lot to get to. So you are going to start us off in a women's flyway bout between Molly McCann and Aaron Blanchfield. 15 seconds on the clock. Go. Actually, the good news about this one is it was on my list of things to ask you because McCann is plus 310. And I struggle with that. I'm going to choose Aaron Blanchfield to win with the, that might not be who I gamble on. Understood. Uh, Raph, I'm going to go ahead and give you 15 seconds. Even though, you know what, if you want to take 20, you can. Oh, thank you so much. It's so nice of you. Okay. Uh, well, I want to say this. Aaron Blanchfield years ago gave us an interview here at Verbal Tap. And I know Kevin picked her. But that's because he knew that fact, and he knew I would pick her. And I think that's unfortunate, but I'm still going to go that way. Aaron Blanchfield for the win. Sweep it. Sweep it. Sweep it. Though, minus 400 for the love of. No one thinks Aaron Blanchfield's losing that fight. I mean, she doesn't. Aaron that's for sure. Does not. I, yeah, that's fair. Now, Raph, you're going to keep this party going. It's a light heavyweight bout between Carlos Ulberg and Nicole Naranyu. Who do you have, Raph? Go. 
Thank you so much. And by the way, has anybody ever told you that it is uh, an unsung hero thing that you do with all these name pronunciations? No, but thank you. All right. Um, here's what I'm going to say. Carlos, that is a name. Period. Carlos. Is that, is that who you're going with? Yeah. I you're pretty much older. said it all in one. No, you know what it was? I said, that is a name. Ta-da. Well, he he has a little thing called too tall disorder. Okay. So I am going to be going with Nicol, Nikolai, which I assume is his name. And he looks like a Bond villain. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty, this is my first big upset pick. And it's not a big upset pick. It's a very small one. But I can't believe you just went Carlos. So here's the thing. Olberg. What is Olberg short for? Sounds like Uber, which means the best, unless it's like a car connotation. But Olberg? Come on, man. You got to get behind that. I don't know why you wouldn't. Big tattoo. That does make me nervous. <laughs> also, Nicole, sorry, not Nikolai. You know why? We're here in America. That's Nicole. See, that's why I think he's going to come with the chip on his shoulder or her shoulder, however. I don't Whoever it is. Can, the, they, them, who, it's a very different world. But, Kevin, I can tell you this much. Nicolay or Nicole, however you want to pronounce it, I want to Take this one back He's for the people. <laughs> He's definitely going to punch you. Sure, possibly. But I want to – so this is a, a pick that is solely on this fact. As a person that's had to pronounce impossible names over the past 10 years. Negabu Moreno. Thank you. And you know what? Not so easy, is it? Nuga Mariano. I'm not sure I've got it. I don't think I'm close yet. I just want to pick the person that has the easier to say name. And I think this is the first of many that will be the way that it goes <laughs> to give redemption to me, the person that has purposely not said certain names right over the years. Yeah. Well, I, there's one more name I'm really excited to hear you give a, oh, give a crack to. Don't worry. I definitely haven't taken a look at it. Now, Kevin, who is going to win this bantamweight bout? Is it the retiring Frankie Edgar or Chris? Probably might spoil the night, Gutierrez. This is tough, Raph, because like you, Frankie's breaking down. It's just every day after he looks grumpier, he looks more prepared for a latte and a chill. Many, many Frenchies, this is a classic moment of just let the man have a moment. Can we just put people out to pasture that are ready? I'm going to go with Chris Gutierrez, and I feel horrible about it. There we go. Let me say this, and I'm just going to go ahead and trample over your pick. Um, Frankie Edgar is somebody that I respect, and I can't see in any way that you would disrespect somebody who has put in such time in the UFC. And honestly, I think it's a shame that you would put it in like that. So uh, for my pick, I'm going to go with Gutierrez. <laughs> See, now I have to change it in here. This is what happened. I was like, oh, he's taking Edgar? And then was very elated. Damn it. 
I just want to point this out for anybody. Head games Raph plays, by the way, people. It's absolute <laughs> bullshit. Like, I don't know the names. Nope. Oh, How could oh, you not you go against time, Edgar? Kevin, you I didn't give you 15 seconds of rebuttal time. You know the rules. <sighs> this is way better. So people don't know this, but when you are involved and you know the secret sauce, you know the rules that you can bend them in your way. If I was a belligerent host that was also playing against the rules, which I'm not, which by the way, we're going to go into a catch weight bout of 147.6 between Michael Trezano and Choi Sung Woo. Raph, who do you have on this one? Hold on. Time out. Why the fuck are you laughing? Don't laugh. I said it right. Choi was the name. No, I just was waiting for you to be like saying uh saying and you you crushed it yes yeah, you know what it was woo. if you break them up into periods in between each it does get a little bit easier but uh one thing i was thinking about was doing a choi sung woo like uh rick flair <laughs> but i'll tell you this although my voice can have some uh gifts for impressions every once in a while when i try to do a rick flair woo and I've like been training, like doing anything athletic. It comes out so hoarse that I'm so embarrassed. So even when I'm doing like a figure four and like goofing off with somebody, if I've trained a little bit, it literally comes out like the worst woo anybody has ever heard. So I do get a little self-conscious about that, but that's not about me right now. 15 seconds on the clock for myself. Let me walk you through my thought process. Woo. Okay. Woo means enjoyment. Woo means Yes. I'm excited. Am I excited about this fight? Possibly. You know what I'm not excited about? Missing weight. So instead, Kevin, give me your pick so then I can pick around it. Go. Trezano. Uh, he looks like Cyril's brother mm-hmm. from Oz in this. He looks like the third Irish brother that no one was prepared for. But we got to go with Trezano here. So you're going with Trezano. Mafia name. Okay, great. Thank you for giving me that because I wanted to actually take that time to figure out who missed weight. So nobody's ever been smart enough to do that. And guess who missed weight? Woo. Your boy Trezano, which is why I'm going woo. The Trizzies? The Trizzies miss weight? Oh, too much of, uh, you know, the (laughs) Shriadel. And look at this. Trezano is coming off two losses. Caceres, uh, cute Leibito, uh Joshua. I don't know if I like that. And Wu. And a third loss to the win buffet. Yeah, absolutely. And guess what? Right now, if you're asking me if you make weight, you get my vote. It's a long time rule that we've had here on the show. Less fat. Wu. Done. Less fat. Wu. Let's roll. All right, we're going to the next one. Kevin, you're going to tell us who's winning this lightweight bout between Dustin, the Diamond, Poirier, and Michael Chandler. This is, did you see the Michael Chandler before and after his yes. diet photos? Yes. My God. It was a moment where I was like, oh, I just have to stop eating pizza. I get right. it. And tacos and enjoying other certain delicacies known as uh, snacks. The change is shocking, but the intensity back and forth and every time Chandler goes up against some top tier talent he just struggles I gotta go with Dustin the Diamond Poirier for a little bit of that magic a little bit of that fight land grit 
My man was grilling salmons that he got at Trader Joe's on a George Foreman grill. That's how 2008 he was in 2000 and late. Dustin the Diamond Poirier, who is a heavy favorite. I will add gambling-wise, Raph, as I pass it back to your alter ego, Cool Raph. I'm just I'm just a regular Raph. I'm not Cool Raph. Everybody knows that. Um, Can I say this? I know that I bully the guests sometimes to take the opposite route. And host Raph would 100% be doing that here. But I like Dustin Poirier, and I can't root against him. Michael Chandler is a very, very dangerous opponent, and this is a terrible strategy to go against him. Having said that, I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel sadness. I want Dustin Poirier to win. Thus, he gets my vote. Can we do a quick 30 seconds on actual Chandler, Matthew yeah. Perry's character? Yes, please. He just went on Diane's. Have you seen the Matthew Perry stuff going around? It is 55 Vicod in a day is where he was at. Could I be on any more pills? Yeah, yeah, I've seen You that. and I would die Yes, if we took 15. We'd just fall asleep and that'd be it. This and is- I'm not sure, Kev, that people understand he – Recently took some fire for saying, you know, all of this dead talent, River Phoenix, just like him, and yet we still have Keanu Reeves. And everybody read that excerpt and goes, huh? Was Keanu and my, in that 90s bathroom with you guys just like <laughs> taking drugs? But, Kev, here's the thing. My boss asked me, he goes, does he even know Keanu Reeves? And I go, I don't think so but it reads like a joke it sounds like something i would say where it's like man all these brilliant geniuses that have passed and yet kevin phillips still remains ask yourself would your drunk uncle have said this and if the answer is yeah uncle paul would have said it he's probably it's probably a joke but the difference is even on my worst day with a clearable joke that i'd give you a heads up i think i would type it out and go yeah, I don't think I should say that about Kev. That seems like a really bad joke. You know what I'm not on? 55 Vicodin a day. So maybe if I was on that, those jokes would be flying off the shelves here on the show. We're Fortunately, gonna, they do not. We're going to listen to his biography over the... I gotta listen oh, to are you? Oh, yeah, thank God. Yeah, I'm for Christmas. I got I to gotta jam this out. I'm going to be really honest with you. I thought about getting the Audible book. Yeah, that, the Audible's the only way to too. go. I'm going to knock him yeah. to 1-5 so I can coherently follow him fastly. <laughs> um, good timeout on that one. Yeah, the original Chandler, the OG one. Kev? Yeah. I'm going to have to tell us who's going to win this lightweight bout between Dan Hooker and Claudio Boles. Here's the thing. Dan Hooker. He's had some bad, bad moments. It kind of makes me not want to root for him. However, I will say this. Claudio Boles. He's on that upswing, and I just, I can't go around it. He beat Jordan Levitt, who's a friend of the show. He beat Clay Guida. He beats these people who can really make things interesting. I gotta go fucking Claudio just when I think I couldn't hate other Raph more. 
when there's someone I don't want to take more to the greaser so backyard for a, a good old fashioned scuffle. I also want to pick Puelas, Raph Team, Twinsies, Twinsies. Sweep it for Puelas. This is really going to come down to like two people, isn't it? Dan Hooker's going to be screaming into the camera, I fucking told you. I'm Dan (laughs) Prostitute. He's like, you're Dan Hooker. He's like, I'm Dan Hooker. We're literally previewing 42 fights, and we'll have two different there is how this so is going to go. <laughs> it's going to come down to Nerman versus Holberg. <laughs> Full disclosure to anybody listening. Trezano's fat ass. <laughs> if you're wondering why it's just me and Kevin this week, look at how many goddamn fights there are. It's way faster, and I think you appreciate the honesty in booking. All right, Kev, who's going to win? Julio Arce and Montel Jordan go. Cause it's Friday night and I'm feel. I got to go with Julio Arce. He's going to kick that arse. He's going to lay that definite arse down. And it's not about whose music do I love more. It's about who do I think is going to win the fight, Raph. Though I'll tell you this in an abs on abs competition, this should be fight of the night. Per my abs logic. Okay. The the abs are a very important part. Put it in uh, your arse. I want to point this out. Just a timeout. Uh, I'm going to give myself 30 seconds to just say this joke. I think there was a time when I told Kevin, I was like, you know, you've, you've never had abs. And Kevin went to find a specific photo in his phone to then send to me and be like, yes, I did. And this I said, why Why did you take the time to actually look this up and tell me that you did? So I will ask you, Kevin, why did Kevin of 2015, 2014, take the time to look that up and follow up question? How long did it take you to find that photo? Zero minutes is the answer to the follow up <laughs> question. You find it as quick as a scroll. Second, I'm holding on to something. I find deeply useful and helpful. <laughs> and that's this idea that I could produce abs. My wife now loves to remind me that one of the first dinners she had with me was carbless pasta. And it was asparagus and olive oil is what I had decored it with. It really makes me re-question 2010, 2011 Kevin's priorities. So she still married you after this? Well, years later. Okay. I had to prove I knew what butter and salt were later wow. on. But yeah. I just, I want to revisit that, Kevin, and be like, hey, man, what are we doing here? What, what is this meal? <laughs> There's been threats that <laughs> I'll be put on some sort of similar diet as soon as the shoulder's returning. We'll see. Yikes. Yeah. All right. I need to give you a, a pick on this one. I'm going to get it on tonight. Here's the thing. Montel Jackson on a two-win streak on this one, Kev. But Julio Arce, sounds like he played for the fucking Green Bay Packers at some point. He's shown that he can lose, but he's beaten like Julian Arosa and Andre Irwell. On this one, Montel Jordan is going to get my vote. There it is. Mm. 
All right. We're moving to another bout. This one is the Women's Strawweight Championship, and it is between Carolina Koala and Silvana Gomez Juarez. That's a fake name. Go out for it myself. All right. Here's the thing. I think I'm going Carolina on this one. I have the ability to change my answer should I deem it because I'm the host of this show. But I'm going to hear Kevin's logic for why he is going to go for Sylvana in two seconds. Go. Gomez is the quintessential November character. This is the time they shine. It's about battling to the death, old friend. Hungard. So you really are going to take Sylvana on this one? Uh, unequivocally. I'm going to take okay. Sylvana Gomez Juarez. Because you know what the other scariest place I can think of is? Juarez. Here's the thing. She's got two losses. One to Vanessa Demopoulos, friend of the show. And she is off a win, off a Liang Na. But Carolina has a lot of fucking experience in the UFC. And, and experience is definitely a good thing when it comes to competitive fighting. Yeah, but here's the problem. She has like five losses in a row. So really what we're looking at, yes, 2021 20, going back to 2019, not the best years for her. Fester? But, but I would say this. She has fought top tier talent before, and I'm pulling for her to get it back. I've seen her fights. I've enjoyed her. I'm going to stick with my pick. KK. Let's do it. Oh, you know, KK is okay, but too many Ks. Next. All right. We are now moving to our next one. Uh, Kevin, it's about this time that I like to tell the guest that there's usually a wager. Uh, would you like to give some examples to the guests so that they can get an idea of what they would like to do? Sign nudes that we send mm. the other one. We take a Polaroid. We're like, this is for you. I'm pretty sure we've we never done that. Other. Okay. Um, there was that other time where we s just took the other one's Dave and Buster's account, and, like really ratcheted up their points. That was a funny <laughs> one. There was a someone lost and had to watch the whole Blockbuster series, even Shit. though it's horrible. That was a tough bet. For did that you one. okay? Did you do any of them? Tried to watch thirty seconds of it. Raf couldn't be worse of a show. I don't know how they took the worst parts of Blockbuster and highlighted it, but they sure did. Like yeah, you could tell dedicate you? a whole episode to the glory days. <laughs> what is your problem? Like, we don't want to watch Blockbuster to be reminded of how much it hurt when it died. I was rooting for that one because I know some of the people behind it. And Terribly acted, too. Man, it's it falls into that NBC rhythm that is not in a good way. Yeah, they just forgot to write a comedy show. They were so close. They had a, such a good premise. They got a good cast, and then they were like, well, that'll do it. Yeah, it was rough, dude. I was really sad. And I Horrible. love Randall Park. Randall Park, I think, is Is awesome. that the lead? Yeah, that's fake yeah, Jim. I really dislike him deeply when it comes to oh. being in a lead because he kind of is the same person in everything he does. I mean, that's kind of the job, man. No, I'm just – does a great job, like – for a second but the rest of the time it's like it's the same person I, well I'm a little about this but yeah no, I love that yeah no I'm a little about this but yeah I wow. love that like, <laughs> you're like okay cool this guy's not deeply passionate about anything 
He's going to be the same note. He goes from a two to a four, never hits a six on the emotional scale. Wow. Wow. This is, I didn't know you harbored such anger. Just for... he, uh, loved, loved him in always be my maybe. I was like, this is the most. That's yeah, a fucking do. great movie. This is it. Putting him in charge of this shit-tastically written horror film is not his strength. Did not think we would be taking a detour for the hate of one Randall Park and the love. And the love of Randall Park. In the of same also, well, hold on. The, the love of, man, Chandler, a.k.a. Matthew Perry's going through some shit. Yeah, and we're both like, we gotta get his book. That guy's insane. <laughs> we both admit on air. Yeah, I think I have to get that book. Okay. Okay, here we go. Kev, who's winning this bout? Carla Esparza or Zhang Weili? Go. Zhang Weili picked up Francis Ngannou. It's got to be her. That was the most insane thing I've seen. I can't pick up Francis Ngannou. Not without profoundly hurting myself. I'm gonna read you. this fight, and I'm sorry. I and I've never been happier than pick against an Esparza while I'm f- going against you. That's cool. Can I tell you something? You are family obligated to pick Esparza. Yeah. Can I also tell you something? Mm-hmm. This is a text I got from my dad. This was on Monday. Son, did you just get a new gig fighting Zhang? Now, mind you, you all have context. You all know what we're talking about. If you are driving at night and you get a text that says this, son, did you get a new gig fighting Yang? You think to yourself, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, he saw a poster. And granted, I didn't text him back, but an hour later he figured it out and goes, oops, very wrong Esparza. Parenthetical, Carla. So not only did my dad just see two last names and think like, oh, it'd be funny if my son, uh, you know, I'm going to rib him because I know he loves the UFC. But then on top of that, Kevin. He thinks you look like a woman? Possibly. But more importantly, like there was a theoretical version of this that my dad did no research for. That he was asking me, you going to beat up a lady this weekend? And I thought to myself, <laughs> oh, no, this is not good. And then I think when my dad actually saw the poster and actually put it together, goes, yeah, I should probably text them, follow yeah. up on this. Dad, I haven't been 115 pounds since I was in seventh grade. So <laughs> that's not it. Just as a big warning. So having said all of that, and because my dad essentially forced my hand on this one, I will also be going for Carla Esparza. No, solo going for Carla Esparza. No, I'm saying the family is going for Carla. (laughs) So, yeah. Because you know what's going to happen is? I'm going to get a text from my dad if I didn't go for her. (laughs) All right, let's go to our next pick. 15 seconds on the clock. Lightweight bout, Raph. Between Matt Fravola. Hmm. Ottoman. That just sounds like something you keep blankets in. Azitar. Go. My favorite Greek restaurant. Absolutely. Uh, So let's say this. Uh, Isn't Matt Fravola the one that has the steamroller? Is that his nickname? Adam, steamroller. Matt Fravola? No. Uh, He's not tough 17. However, he was 
Mm, let's do some quick thing. Dana White's contender series. There we go. Uh, no. Yeah. Steamroller. I do know that. Yes, I was right. He is a brown belt in jiu-jitsu under Matt Arroyo. He also is from the University of Tampa with a bachelor's degree in criminology. And he's a former member of the United States Army Reserves. Shit. It is fucking Vets Day. So, yeah, I'm going to go him. Let's do that. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, you got to go to Azatars and get the shawarma, especially the chicken. <laughs> it's pretty dope. And uh, 13 and 0 is my man footstool Azatar. So I feel pretty good about it. No, that's a really good pick to the point where I'm actually going to change mine. So, yeah, I'm going to go the other way. Sorry for all I know. I, I mentioned them. Yeah, so you, other guests can't do this. You understand the rules at all. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know if you know this, but as moderator, I can basically go back and change my answer. So I did it. Next fight. Let's roll. Kev, you're in charge of this one. 15 yes. seconds on the clock. Go. Was it? Which fight is it? I thought you were just going to pick one that was remaining. But uh, all right, fine. Yeah, I'll do I it myself. Do it. Uh, I'll go to Rydell High where I will be taking Moicano because your boy loves an Americano and nothing makes me think of it more than the Moicano. And Rydell High was a bummer to its uh, mm. to its rebellious youth. All right. You're going Moicano on that one? Yeah. Convince me why I should take Rydell. Well, Rydell had that badass dance contest at the end of the mm-hmm. year. Okay. Where the students got to like come and demo their skills for American Bandstand Ref. That's pretty awesome. Okay, that was a terrible job. I'm also going to be going Moicano on this one. All right. <laughs> Sweep it. You lit- legitimately, First I gave all, you an the opportunity. Last one, I went the opposite. You rejoined me. No, I legitimately told you, tell me a reason to root for the other guy. And you could not fabricate enough of a good reason. And I said, you know what? Based off of that and off the records, yeah, Moicano is the better voice to make. Are we uh, Reyes Span is the only fight. No, no, no. We have uh, Terman Petrowski in the main one. Uh, You know, I was actually going to do this joke, but then I realized it was too mean. I was going to say, Kev, pick whatever uh, fight you'd like to hear next. And then I was going to tell you, wrong, and then pick another <laughs> fight. And I just opted against it. I okay, realized it. Well, let's try it now. Uh, what All about right. Reyes Span? Wrong. Andre Prochowski <laughs> and Wellington <laughs> Tubman. Let's go. Wellington Terman. Don't make him sound like the descendant of royalty. He didn't do anything. You don't know that. It's the Termans. Be... They were just south. <laughs> Helping out in a different way. <laughs> All right. For this one, I'm supposed to pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with, you know, I feel like because I fucked up Wellington, I'm supposed to go for him. But we're going to look at some records real quick. All right. 18 and five. That's pretty good. And eight and one. Ooh, but he beat Nick Maximov. That's a tough kid. And he was able to submit him. Shit. Andre Petoski has got my vote. Let's go. Yeah, same. Sadly, these two are. Uh, look at his angry beard. The, the, it's too much of a Connor tattoo for Wellington, and yeah. maybe it's the name Wellington. Yeah, I'm just struggling to see him win. 
Okay. Well, can you struggle to find who's going to win between Dominic Reyes and Ryan Spann? No, I cannot. You know I love me some Dominic Reyes. He even changed his side part a little bit. A lot of people aren't going to notice this. I noticed it. (laughs) This man is one tall drink of gorgeous, brutal fighting water. Dominic Reyes for the win for me. Okay. We got to talk some things out here right now. Ryan Spann is the one that came in fat. (laughs) Oh, well, you owe me a, you take one fat kid. I'll take the other. Where, where, who's the fat kid that I didn't take? I took Trigzano, Chunks, Chunker Chizano. All right. Well, I'm doing this because of Trizano. Okay. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. This is the one time you actually convinced me to take the person. All right. All right. I am taking Span because of equality. Go. And, you know, done. Chunk for chunk. Yeah. Pound for pound. Let's put 30 (laughs) seconds on the clock. You tell me who's winning this bout because. Um, I have some information to give you that I, I'm not sure if it'll sway you, but it's definitely worth considering. But Kevin, uh, actually, I'm supposed to go. But you I know, can I'm start. You I go can, first. Yeah, that's right. not, the rules haven't mattered tonight. You've just been. Uh, you know what? No, I've followed most of the rules George, that I've wanted to. Just, uh, George Clooney, you've been doing all <laughs> things that are bad. Israel Adesanya, I don't understand why he's supposed to lose this fight because he lost to this person once upon a time. Twice. We've had a few of these before, and it's never gone the way you kind of hope. The Any data point would say the more they fight, the less chance Pereira has of beating someone like Israel Adesanya, not the more chance, which is what Vegas feels, which is what I feel, except Rap Vegas doesn't feel strongly about this. Their records for 23-1 and one and 6-1, it's ridiculous. Izzy is minus 220 and Pereira's plus 180. Just down the card, Esparza is plus 270. Like it is it's really I'm surprised Vegas is this unfavorable to Izzy as is maybe what you've got to to tell me will help somehow shed some light on what is a clear win from Israel Adesanya, which is who I'm picking. You're picking Israel Adesanya. Yes, because okay. someone beat him 20 years ago. I don't care. That was years ago. Okay. Do you remember, you know, they, they call this an October surprise, and I, I get that it is November. But, Kevin, what does an October surprise mean? Uh, for politics. For politics. An October surprise is when we don't lose the Senate and the House. Oh, fucking shit. Let's not talk about that. What does it normally mean, Kevin? I don't know. October surprise is political jargon for, A, you're going to have a clean campaign. You're going to run something up, but then I'm going to find something. or I'm going to unleash something in October that will politically crush you. So thus, yes, uh, Hillary Clinton with the emails, uh, Donald Trump. Being like, hey, broads, did you sleep with President Clinton? Let's bring you in. And currently, I guess Donald Trump makes actually a lot of these uh, things happen. But Ron DeSantis getting under Trump's skin. And he says, I've got something that's so huge. You guys won't even believe it. It's really going to be a thing. Sorry. I've heard somebody think it's 
James Austin, whatever on SNL. He's got a really good gravel that he adds to his Trump that I think makes a difference. I don't have it yet. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's your October surprise, Kevin, in November. Look at this photo. Okay. I just sent it to you. Okay. What do you see in that photo? Uh, someone dressed like a terrifying peacock. Not just someone. That is Alex. Izzy's opponent. That dude is not fucking around. Look at that photo. I'm going for that guy. Now, I'm not telling you it's based off of, yes, there were previous encounters, which he did look very, very convincing. And yes, one of them, he did knock out Izzy, which great. And another, it was a decision. So there is a high likelihood this can go the distance or that Izzy has made such big, big improvements in his game. And I believe that he has. And yeah, maybe even having a little bit of grappling of an edge, which you don't hear often for Israel Adesanya. Here's my concern. Look at that photo. That photo screams, I'm trying too hard to me. You do it that much might. makeup, it's because you ain't confident in your skills. No, he's dressed up like a hitman this week. He just might be this guy. Now, the bigger question is, it's should we be doing this fight for face, any other say. reason? <laughs> no, but the, the main thing about this is, Izzy, if he wins this fight, will have cleared out the division of the top six contenders, some of them twice. Now, that doesn't make it very exciting. Uh, him beating him, yeah, it could shake things up. But I'm just telling you right now, I have no good reason other than look at that photo. And that was how he looked at today's weigh-ins. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up. Because it's the photo that's trending and everybody's going like, yeah, this dude's fucking crazy. And I don't know what to do with that. And for those reasons, I vote Alex. Love Kev, it. we need to do tiebreakers. Yeah. So... Why don't you tell me your tiebreakers? Well, let me go with fight of the night first, um, which I honestly think is going to be easy. It's Dustin Poirier versus Chandler. Performance of the night, Izzy. Performance of the night, the other one, Zang. Okay, good. Zang! Uh, I'm also going to say fight of the night is going to be Poirier and Chandler. It's just, it's... You would. Think about it, though. At this point, I'm not even trying to get it against you. I'm just trying to say, like, I think it's going to be a banger. Performances of the night. <sighs> All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go Adesanya on this one. Okay. Okay. Because I'm Hedger. thinking. Yeah, of course I'm going to fucking hedge. You're fucking dummy. It's any of our guests who don't hedge when they're a little uncertain, bad form. Raph's never played. He's never played this before. Just be no, honest. I've never played this iteration. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The other person that I could see getting a performance of the night moment in my head. <sighs> Frankie Edgar. I mean, you know what it is? If they gave him just a bonus check for being a stand-up guy, uh, that would count. We're just going to give it to Frankie because we like him. We just like this dude. He's dope. Um, the second person is going to be. <sighs> Let's put it all on it. Let's fucking make this shit ride. It's like Carlos Barza. Yeah, you heard me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> we'll, we'll tantalate a bet in our off hours. No, here's the bet. And I've thought long and hard about this. <laughs> 
And I mean very long and hard. Okay. Loser has to buy the winner, the Matthew Perry book. Deal. Done. Deal. Is that not the fastest fucking (laughs) bet that has ever been made on this show? Love it. Couldn't agree more. I legit when you said that and I go the other. We're gonna think of the other one. It's great. It's win win. Legitimately, as you said it, I go. You know what's funny? I was thinking about buying that first book, book too. in oh, four years. Bet. We've both been like, we need this <laughs> first book in years. And I thought about this one thing, and you know what? The best part of this wager is, is that I thought, yeah, the only thing that kept me from buying the Matthew Perry book is that I didn't want to buy it. But if I was gifted it. Fuck yeah, I'm listening to it. And I thought Kevin might be the same way. So I think we have an accord here, sir. Deal. Well, that'll do it for us. Hey, wait, you guys can check out my stuff at Grappling Hour. Please do. And uh, tomorrow we're actually going to be doing a fight companion over at Milton's. And uh, yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, I guess. One week from today, anniversary episode. We're coming up on 10 years publication Mm -hmm. uh, that we will be celebrating. That's amazing. Um, do I have to come back? You do have to come back. If, hey, Raph, uh, do you, we usually bring the guests back to uh, talk about the results of the fight, if you're interested. Um, I'm going to bend folks You're this. coming on the fucking show. We're not going to. And I'm going to say no thank you on air, not which I think possible. he is on record for being the only person to say uh, thank you, but no thank you. He knows how to get the jealousy I mean, listen, we're a better podcast than they are, so I get it. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me, so I'm good on my side. <laughs> do it for us here tonight at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is